Good evening, everyone. It's Kate Mack coming at you from Halifax, Nova Scotia, on a beautiful evening here. It's uh, the sun's just gone down, and I'm just sitting here after a day of online teaching. And uh, I just wanted to check in. I haven't been here for a couple of weeks, three weeks actually, and I just felt like I had to do an episode. Um, so yeah, so today uh, after work, I went for a long walk at the park. And boy, did it ever feel good to get out there. I usually bring my, my Bluetooth along and I, I listen to music when I go for jogs or walk, but tonight something really, something really interesting happened. You know, for the first time, you know, I didn't feel like listening to my headphones. I just, I just wanted to listen to the ocean, the birds, and sort of the side parts of conversation happening around as I walked through. I just, you know, I just really felt like listening to the sounds around me. So, if you haven't heard or if you haven't been watching the news, um, Alash, our long streak of being virtually COVID-free abruptly ended three weeks ago. It happened fast too, shockingly fast, uh, shockingly quick. Uh, one day we had about like 30-ish, 30-ish cases to having 100 the next day and well over 200 on day three. It happened like that. Wow. Unreal. So, so that's right. As I mentioned at the start, that means I'm back to online teaching and, you know, I locked down pretty tight when, you know, I've been locked down very tight, um, you know, not only because I've been ordered to, uh, by the province, but also because like, I'm legitimately scared of COVID. I'm scared. Um, I won't lie, like I haven't been vaccinated. Our, our age group, mind you, is just about to get vaccinated. Um, I think my brother today was telling me that, that I am able to go online and, and find a, uh, we're just about there, 35 to 40. But like, why not be safe if you can? You know, I have groceries delivered to my door and I don't go out of my way to socialize. And mind you, I'm very busy working um, so that's a large force in my decision-making. But as I mentioned in my last podcast, I'm finding it just a little bit harder to do stuff like that. I I don't want to talk to people after being online all day. I'm just, I just want to kind of listen to music and, you know, relax. So doctors and experts and everyone in the past few months has been pointing out the fact that this pandemic has been going on for a long time as well, right? So that's another factor, I think, in the fatigue people are feeling this time around. I know when I talk to my family and friends, I always compare it to the final leg in a marathon when runners are almost there and they hit the wall. So if, you're, if you haven't heard of the wall in a marathon, it's like an onslaught of sudden fatigue and depletion of stores in your body. Um, I'm a 5K racer. I like to go fast and finish. Like I just, you know, I'm, I'm a 5K racer. I was trained as one. 10K sometimes, but um, I've, I've done some half marathons, but I really prefer the 5K races. So, uh, but one of my best friends is a marathon runner and she goes all over the place to do these marathons. And let me tell you, I don't think I'm ever going to do one. I'm just, I'm just not interested. It's, it looks like something, you know, it's just like this really long race. Um, 
four, I think it's 42 miles, something like that. Yeah, that's how much I'm interested. Yeah. So the pandemic is tough for sure. And uh, I applaud all marathon runners out there, I, you know, um, and people going through the pandemic all over the world right now. And as you know, uh, if you've been listening, so, so let me back up here. So as you know, this podcast is about preserving our democracy through education and art. So I'm constantly reflecting on the way these pillars of our society help to both inform and inspire us. So important to know your facts when you say something or make up your mind about something. It ignites, you know, it's the only way we can be, you know, be critical in our thinking. So, you know, speaking of education and the arts, last time I talked about the power of writing and how it helped individuals express themselves, communicate, and get through some next to unbearable circumstances in our century, in the last hundred years. And, you know, I was thinking, you know, about that. And now over the past three weeks, I've had my hands tied, not literally. I've just been really busy getting things straightened out, you know, with online, online teaching, and I haven't been able to write like I like to. So I've been listening to music more so, a lot more so. So even when I am writing, I listen to music all the time. Like when I clean, when I plan lessons, when I go running, when I walk. And today I was thinking again, you know, as I've, as I've talked about in previous episodes, about the powerful way music aids us in maintaining our perspective you know it has this magical way of transforming our mindset in a snap by reminding us of good times and helping us you know maintain perspective you know might remind us of something funny that happened or a really good time in our lives can also remind us of a very bad time in our lives i know there's lots of music that i don't want to hear anymore you know so last week I had an 80s phase. Yeah. Now I usually I usually make my own playlists. Um, I usually make my own playlist, but sometimes it's just fun to listen to a random playlist online. And I went from feeling kind of blah to having this huge smile on my face while I was running. I mean, people were like, "What? What is she so happy about? We're we're in lockdown for like the third time here. Like, what's going on?" But guess what song came on from the 80s while I was running Ghostbusters <laughs> I was like I instantly gasped a sigh of joy and relief when I heard this song it reminded me of what life was like when that song was out and very popular I thought about for example I thought about Peter Vankman Bill Murray, American actor and comedian, and us as kids marching around the gym in our school, in our school at a costume parade during Halloween or on Halloween. You know, it also brought back, like, music brings back specific memories sometimes too. You know, it also this Ghostbusters song also brought back this memory of my my dad paying this cover band on a ferry to Bar Harbor five dollars. He paid them five dollars to play this song and they tried so hard to play it for us on this like little ferry ride what what a great time that was and of course like it just brought me back 
to when I was six and, you know, all this fun stuff was going on in the 80s. And, you know, it really is like a time piece. You go back in your head and think, wow, like Nintendo was popular. Um, There was a lot of like fluorescent clothing starting to happen and just all kinds of neat stuff going on. So, of course... I also had to tie it in with COVID and the theme of COVID being this ghost, this, this nuisance that, you know, this nuisance. So, so I, you know, I, I mean, you know, it came on at just the right time. I needed to hear that song. It's, and it's amazing what one song can do, whatever song it is. If it's a classical piece that, you know, comes on, um, or if it's a hip-hop song or, you know, a jazz, um, a jazz piece from the 50s or, you know, wow, the power of music. I would have never added that song to my playlist or would have thought to listen to it. So, um, you know, I mean, yeah, the 80s, yeah, such a fun and imaginative time, uh, you know, it was such an exciting decade with the discovery of the microchip and the special effects in film and Jaws 3. Jaws 3, that's all I'm going to say. So I digress. So, so ironically, today, when I wasn't, when I made the choice not to listen to my headphones, when I wasn't listening to music, a song seeped into my head that I grew up with. I thought of What a Wonderful World, sung by Louis Armstrong. Of course, you've listened to it. It's everywhere. It's been around for half a century. This is a big song. Commercials use it. It's like it's people share it on Facebook today in 2021. But today it hit me in a different way than it ever has. It, You know, it made me think... I know what that guy was talking about when he sang that song. Now, I grew up listening to Louis Armstrong among many other jazz artists and singers. And I think I've heard that song a million and one times, at least. But today, for some reason, that one song seeped into my head without me even thinking about it. Because there were so many beautiful things going on all around me that I got to hear and listen to without my headphones on. I'm not just saying that. And yes, I haven't been out and about like I normally am. So it really made me appreciate the beautiful things that are still happening. So before I talk about my little my little walk through the park today, um, I got to give this singer credit or this, this artist, this uh, trumpeteer credit, Louis Armstrong. Now, there is a guy who made it work through some very difficult times. He's quite a fascinating individual if you've studied his life. Born in New Orleans, master of improvisation when it came to scatting or playing his trumpet, he apparently really, quote, injected his own personality, end quote, into his music while he sang and played. So I'm, I'm not a music major, but... I get the feeling that that was quite a unique move back then in the 20s and before then. So he inspired people everywhere he played with his vivacious personality, charm, and optimism on stage. To think about everything he must have witnessed 
being born in 1901 and becoming a famous musician early in his life. So he was born in 1901. You know, so think about everything that he witnessed up to his death in 1971. So he went through like the Great Depression, the 40s, you know, during the war and after World War II, and then into the 50s with Miles Davis and all those guys coming around. Apparently, according to research, he got around too. He wasn't just, you know, he didn't just play in the States. Apparently, he went to France. He played in Australia in 1954 and toured places like Ghana and Nigeria in the 60s. What a life. Very inspiring guy. Very inspiring artist. So, you know, walking around today, I thought, yeah, you know what? There's a lot of great stuff going on. And, you know, I may as well mention that, like, lately, I've also been turning into a geologist. <laughs> it's true. It's true. I have to go and study rocks to teach about them. And it really beats watching a documentary about tectonic plates on Netflix. I'm not kidding. Today I was climbing big rocks at the park so I could take pictures of tree roots and cliffs. And I had a lot of fun investigating my locality. My, you know, the, the, it's, it's, you know. And it was so nice seeing kids running out, you know, running around, excuse me, and getting fresh air. Like seeing the leaves bud on the trees. And I'm not... I know this sounds cliche. I saw I saw some, some very cute puppies while I was there too. And also, which was kind of odd, I saw this really cool car on my way home. An El Camino. An El Camino. Yeah, you never know what you're going to find in this, this funky little city here on the East Coast. Yeah. Like I was walking on the sidewalk. And these people were pulling into their driveway and I shouted out, I said, hey, cool car. And they said, oh, thanks. And um, yeah, we had a little conversation about it at a distance, of course. But yeah, it was quite quite the uh, adventure this afternoon after work. And um, yeah, I haven't seen one of those for a while. So I, I have to say, I, have, I, felt like a, I felt a little bit like Ferris Bueller this afternoon after work. You know, it's hard to peel yourself away from from your screen um you know you're used to it you do it all the time and you know it's just kind of become a temporary way of life uh right now um yeah so um yeah so another thing i have to say another thing that the pandemic has sort of influenced me to do is appreciate where i live more I don't like not being able to travel. I like I like to do that. I love to travel, but but you know, especially this year I've been reminded that there are many amazing things right in your backyard if you just take time to look around. So this week while I was setting rocks, for instance, I was re- reminded of this magical wonder that exists just after you enter New Brunswick. It's called Hopewell Rocks. It's a provincial park where you can explore the ocean floor when the tide is out 
and gaze at this geological wonder when the tide is in. So there are these rocks that are just standing still by themselves, leaning against one another off the banks of New Brunswick. If you go, it's quite something. It is. You can rent kayaks and paddle around and get an up-close look at the rocks when the tide's in. And now this is really neat. I found this out when I was researching this park and these rocks, these mystical rocks standing still on their own. According to the National Geographic, these freestanding rocks once belonged to a mountain range larger than the Rocky Mountains millions of years ago. So that makes more sense, millions of years ago. So apparently the Ice Age ended 13,000 years ago, and when the ice melted, the Bay of Fundy was formed. Yeah, so I found out a lot about my, my, uh, my province in New Brunswick, which is our neighbor province. And so I was so inspired. Um, you know, I, I visited these rocks two years ago. I have a, yeah, I have the sweater with the, with Hopewell rocks, and I have the magnet on my fridge. But no lie, I was very, very inspired by this uh, phenomenon. So much so that I painted a picture of it when I came home. So, yeah, you can actually see that painting on my website, uh, my artist website. So, <clears throat> so, so that's my update for this week. If you're wondering where I was and why I wasn't doing any episodes, um, I hope I really don't like that I missed a week and a half of podcasts. But sometimes lockdowns happen. Yeah. So I hope wherever this episode finds you that you're well. This has certainly been a time, a trying time for the world. And I hope that everyone, you know, everyone is trying, is finding some joy, some small joys in their day-to-day living. For me, it's Ghostbusters and investigating rocks at the park. So, so take care, everybody. And, um... Be sure to email me at mccloudkate9 at gmail.com if you'd like to share something or want to give a shout out. You know, I'd love to hear from you. So until next time, be safe, be well, and spread the kindness. Bye-bye for now.